Hey guys, welcome back to my art and self-improvement podcast. Hi, I'm Katie and I'm a life coach and artist. I'm a life coach for artists. I help artists stop procrastinating on their art so that they get they can get paid doing what they love. I struggled with anxiety, depression, self-loathing, so much self-sabotaging behaviors, and this is how I am improving my mindset one podcast at a time. Hi. Welcome to episode 50. (laughs) It took me some time to get here, but honestly, whoa, I made it to episode 50. That's crazy to me. Um, Anyway, (laughs) I really struggled to get here, at least for a little, for a part of it. Like, you know, there was kind of a big break, right, between 49 and 50 to this one. And it all has to do with what I am talking about today, which was my biggest failure. Um, there was a lot of thoughts that I was having about continuing this podcast, like kind of like the structure of how I want to help people or the way that my business is run. I, you know, during the time that I have not been making a podcast, well, one, I was traveling. I'm not making excuses, by the way. This is just my mindset. And, and just, it just shows though how scattered I was in my thinking, Um, but I had to, I really took a step back and looked at everything in my business and how I wanted to do it. But, but mostly there was a lot of questioning, (laughs) questioning it, questioning myself and then really questioning whether like, is this podcast even good? Is it even helping people? Like there was a lot of that, right? So that was, that was kind of what was happening, but really ultimately it all stemmed from this failure that I had. And you've probably heard me talk about this. Like I mentioned it in other podcasts, but I wasn't quite ready to talk about it yet. And now I am. I'm really excited to talk about it because I feel like I've gotten on the other side of that feeling of um, shame or disappointment that I can then talk about it with a straight face and actually not be bothered by it anymore because I've also gotten the rewards from the failure, which is really the best part. Um, And yeah, when I mentioned this, some people are probably going to be like, what? Why was that such a big deal? But you know what? It was a big deal. And I think for most people, this would be a big deal. Okay, so pretty much what happened is that, you know, I'm a coach and I offer people consults. You guys know that. If you listen to the end, you hear me. I always offer a consult call with me so that I can help you show you. I can show you how I can help. Right. And um I was having a consult with a lovely person and by the end of it, I just knew that this person hates me now. (laughs) So no, I don't know if they actually hate me and maybe hate is a strong word, um, but I just know, and again, this is my thinking because there was no actual like words exchange, but still this person I'm very certain, very certain, went from being interested in working with me and liking me and thinking that my work was inspiring or something like that. And and by the end of it and from the small conversation we had after, they do not like me. Yep, they no longer like me. And, um, you know, it sucked. <laughs> and... Again, that might not seem like such a big deal, but 
our, we are so wired to want to be liked by people, right? We are so, and, and there are, there are certain things that we would be mortified for other people to think about us. And, and this lovely person, I imagine thought that I was, you know, not a good person or whatever, right? Like, and it really sucked. I, after that call, I was a bawling. I cried. I just felt like, oh my God, like, oh, it just feels so bad to have somebody think that of you. And, and especially if you, if you felt like that wasn't really you or anything like that. Um, yeah, it didn't feel good. And, you know, it's, it was, it was not fun. And so after that, after that big, big, like, you know, that was such, that was so painful to me. I just felt so ashamed. I just felt so gross. I just felt like all these things. And, you know, at the time I was, um, I guess that must've been like maybe about six months into my business, seven months into my business. And it just felt so, so debilitating. Um, and I just cannot thank my coach enough for being there with me through that experience because, wow, I was, I just like felt like a horrible person, like really, really a horrible person. Like I must've shown like a really gross side of me or something like that. Um, I was probably in a lot of scarcity and a lot of worry. And so my coach, you know, she just was there with me and just like helped me so much with keeping things in perspective. That's really what I really am so grateful for her. Um, I like it was with her help, you know, it was like, I was able to like, yeah, it still hurt for sure. It still was super painful. Um, but it was, it was with that perspective that gave me at least like some respite. And I remember in the past, you know, when something like this would happen, I mean, first of all, I'm actually like so insanely proud of myself (laughs) that I got here now because, um, like, I used to struggle when there was the slightest not positive comment on my YouTube videos like a a long time ago. I could not handle anything that wasn't like 100%. Oh my God, your video is great. You're awesome. If it was not like this bubbly, like Pomeranian style, like enthusiasm for what I was doing, I just took it so personally and so bad. And then I would put it, I would put all of that emotional um, emotional weight on my significant other at the time, like my boyfriend at the time. And I just like needed them to fix it. I just, I just put it on them. I wanted them to make me feel better. And if a day didn't, I just, I would get frustrated and it just, oh, it was just, wasn't fun. And so thank goodness for my coach who just really knew, well, first she understood the mind. So she knew how to help me see things in a different perspective and to really let myself feel bad, like just allowed myself to, feel as bad as I wanted. (laughs) And yeah, just experience that bad feeling. And, and so after that, it was just like, you know, after the crying, I just felt like a doom and gloom, right? I just really thought like nothing is working. 
everything's gone to shit. Um, I'm never going to make it. This is horrible. I suck, right? Like, I was really going down, like, a spiral <laughs> when it comes... Well, not... Okay, I'm... I think I'm dramatic. I'm over, making it over... I think I am making it more over dramatic than it really was. Like I actually did all right, but I just started to really question everything. So, um, me deciding to, you know, stop doing the podcast on YouTube and bringing it over to, you know, the podcast form like this. Um, I think that was because I, I saw, I would watch, you know, art, art YouTubers and I just saw that and I was just thinking like oh my god that just looks like so much easier which is not true at all it is not so much easier but I saw that and I was like you know what maybe YouTube should just be like art and it, it'll just be silly and it'll just be like you know nothing none of this you know more intense life stuff um it can just be like easy right? That's kind of what I was thinking. And then I tried to, and I, and I moved this over to the podcast format. And then I was started questioning, like, is this even helpful? Is this even good? Like, what the hell, you know? But then eventually, as time went on, because I, you know, was feeling bad for some time, eventually, you kind of get to a point where you're like, you know, it wasn't even a question for me whether to keep going or not, but it was a question of like, how am I going to approach keeping going? Like I knew for sure I wasn't going to stop. I knew for sure I, this is it. This is my die, my ride or die business. This is my ride or die life. Art and coaching are the two things that like make my life like as amazing as it is. And I, I love it so much. And there's nothing that will like, like allow me to give up. But I was looking at like the path ahead and I was really like, am I going to keep going in the way that I've been keep keeping going? Like, am I going to be this, you know, am I going to be this exhausted or is this going to, am I going to continue? I'm going to need a different reason to continue, right? Like if this is what's possibly still ahead, <laughs> right? This kind of failure. Um, so during that time, like, I guess it wasn't like a break. It was really like my mind thought I was being productive. My mind really thought I was making business decisions, but really I was just like in fear and in like not sure about anything, really thinking that nothing's working. And so here, here is where the rewards of this failure started to come. And when I realized how really like this failure was the best thing that could ever, ever, ever happen to me. So I really, like I said, I had to do a reflection at what am I going to keep going? So I didn't, this wasn't like calculated. I didn't think this, but I just really thought about it. I just really thought about like, okay, what, what made me like, why was that so painful? Why did that like cause me to like really crash internally? I, it like really, really hurt. Um, what, what happened there? And that's when I started, and, I, and also in the past, like not just this one moment, but like why was this a pattern in the past too, where like when things got hard or when, or when things wasn't going the way I wanted, it like really hurt and it made me like in the past, the number of times I've quit YouTube, like what, why, why was this so painful for me? And that's when I really understood, like really understood the concept of being obsessed with the result. When, when we are obsessed with 
the the end goal when we are obsessed with what happens at the end more so than the process. And if you guys follow me on my stories, um, you'll you have heard me talk about this. This is something that I'm like pretty obsessed with now, which is all about being obsessed with the process. And it's something that I teach my coaching clients, where really this is the most important part. Like we get when we're obsessed with the result. What happens is that when we don't get the result, we completely crash <laughs> and burn. Whereas when we're obsessed with the process, then we just enjoy the process. We care more about the process and who we become at the end of it, who we become rather than the result itself, rather than the reward itself at the end, which makes it so that then all of it is fun. Whether you get the result or not, all of it is interesting, all of it is fun, all of it is a journey. And and so that really came because I was going through this phase of like, um, you know, understanding the whole being obsessed with the process thing. And also, also from this place of like, I feel so exhausted because I've been obsessed with the results so much. So if you guys like feel that, feel that feeling of like, you feel really tired and exhausted from your supposed, supposed to be like passion, right? Like it's because you're obsessed with the result. It's because you are pushing yourself and like kind of killing yourself for the result and none of it is fun. And I just got to a place where I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. I really, really don't want to exhaust myself anymore. Like, this is not fun. I don't want to be obsessed with the result. This sucks. Like, I don't, I don't understand, right? Like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I know that I'm really good at pushing myself when the result is what I'm obsessed with. Like, I, um, once, like, I've talked about this, but, you know, a semester in school, um, where I took one too many classes than I should have that year. And I worked from 9am to midnight every single day, including the weekends, um, for an entire semester, which is about like, what, five months or something like that. So for five months, 9am to 12, um, just so I can get, you know, a good grade or like, I was okay with passing at that point. Um, but like, like I am, I know how to be obsessed with the result. I'm an expert. I, I've been an expert all my life at being obsessed with the result and like, like pushing yourself so hard to the brink of exhaustion and stuff for, for a result. Um, I don't want to do that anymore. And, and this is one way why this failure was seriously the best thing that could have happened to me. It was no, it was seeing that like, if I'm going to get up again, and I know there's going to be so many more failures ahead of me, I really need to change my motivation. I really need to change what the actual reward is. So pretty much like, so pretty much what I was saying was that I know there's going to be more failures ahead. I'm willing to experience the failures ahead. So that means if I know there's going to be failures ahead, not only rewards, then I'm going to meet, I'm going to need to make something else the reward. It cannot be the result because sometimes the result is failure. And so it really, really helped me understand the, the, the concept of like being obsessed with the process, like having fun in, in the work, enjoying the work, um, and not just caring about the result. And really, this is what I've, pretty much gathered is that like from this experience is that you learn to have fun by failing by experiencing failure and then practicing not to not to shame yourself 
Because most of us, this is why we avoid failure. This is why we don't want to fail is because we, because of what we're going to do to ourselves. It's not the actual failure that hurts us. It's what we say to ourselves. It's the negative self-talk. It's the, the beating ourselves up. That is what we're actually afraid of. And so, you know, all of this stuff that I talk about on this podcast of like, um, you know, thought work and um, believing in yourself and um, choosing more useful thoughts, like all of that is theory until you get yourself in failure and then you have to apply the work because your your subconscious brain, your, um, yeah, the brain, the, the thoughts that you have that are sticking, right, like you know, I definitely still recommend you practice, continue practice positive thoughts or like thoughts that are useful. But you do have a set of thoughts in there that are pretty like subconscious, right? Those are the ones that are really running the show. And then when you experience something like failure, like adversity, like when things aren't going the way you want, those subconscious thoughts come up, right? Like, those the, the subconscious thoughts about like, you know, you suck, all this kind of stuff, um, those things come up. And then this is when we do the heavy lifting, the work of practicing separating our worth from our result, right? Pr- practicing separating um, our worth from the, from the failure, from, from what happened. And that is when we, we're actually like, building muscle that's when we're really really and we can and I'm not saying that it has to be a huge failure right it's it's all these little little things throughout our life like someone saying something that we think is disrespectful disrespectful and then we apply this thought work to that right we like figure out a way to um bring us back to a place that that makes us feel better if we want to so pretty much Learning to have fun, learning to, I guess, like, um, enjoy the process, becoming obsessed with the process, a big part of that is you, you fail, you have negative thinking, and then, and then you practice to not choose shame. Because there are plenty of other options out there. There's curiosity, there's investiga- investigative, there's... Um, uh, a disappointment, there's wonder, right? Like, like disappointment is different than shame. Disappointment is like, you know, you wanted something and then you didn't get it. And so you feel disappointed. You feel sad. Shame is like, I, I wanted something. I didn't get it because I'm a piece of shit <laughs> because something's wrong with me, right? There's a big difference. Um, and that really matters because what you feel after a failure or like, what you, what you decide to think after a failure defines what you're going to do next. It defines whether you're going to get back up again. It defines if you're going to learn from it. It defines if you're going to make the same mistake, right? Like disappointment is a hundred times better than shame because shame just says, shame just say, oh my God, shame just says that you're wrong. Something's wrong with you. You can't change. So Anyway, like I said, right, you practice to not choose shame because there are a lot of other options out there. And to then practice 
really remembering that this is a choice. Shame is always a choice. To beat ourselves up is always, always a choice. And so when you practice getting out of it, even just like, you know, one time, a few times, you start to you start to realize that like, oh, I don't actually have to do this. I don't have to feel shame. Most of us learned to beat ourselves up and shame ourselves since we were kids. Um, we learn that from adults or whatever who do the same thing to themselves. Um, and we learn that because... Right. It's just we learn how to behave, right, from other people. We, we, um, we follow by example. And so, yes, we learned that as a kid. We learned that this is the way to fix things. This is the right thing to do. You're supposed to feel ashamed um, when you do something wrong. Um, but it is literally the actually most useless thing to do. Like, a shame spiral is not productive, okay? Like, it really just isn't. When I, when I am loving to myself and I'm kind to myself and I tell myself that, like, I did my best and I'm going to learn from this and I'm going to do better, that is way more productive. Way, way more productive. Um, and so, in our practice to not choose shame... Um, Yes, we may have learned it at when we were kids, but then today, today it is completely our responsibility and completely our choice to unlearn it and to practice something else. And um, the bigger the failure, I really believe, the bigger the failure, the bigger the letdown, then the, the bigger your muscle grows, right? The bigger that your, your, your application is. Um, and so I think we should be practicing all the time because there's always these little things, right, that happen throughout our lives. Um, but yes, the more epically you fail, the more epically you grow, I believe. And so, and so now, like, you know, when you start to believe that you don't need to feel shame to fix things, right? Like, you know, if you fail, if you don't meet a goal, if you do, if somebody stops, doesn't like you, like, um, when you practice not choosing shame, eventually you grow out of that, right? You grow out of the belief that you're supposed to feel shame in order to fix things. Eventually, you start to realize that you don't need to choose shame to, to fix things. You can just fix things, right? And then, and then failure, you start to feel neutral. You end up starting to feel neutral around things that are quote-unquote, you know, bad, because it's just, it starts to just become information because you've practiced like just being kind to yourself. And then when things just feel like neutral, when you just feel neutral around, around shame or sorry, around failure, then, then it starts to just look like information, right? It just starts to look like information. And then, so when you're, you know, being kind to yourself and it's just information, then you learn from it. And when you learn from it, you kind of start realizing that you can implement changes, you can figure things out, you can try new things, and then you start to have fun. And then when you, when you start to have fun, you end up just keeping going. You just, you end up creating the things you wanted to create in your life, right? So, um, it's that that is really what I learned from this and why the like this failure to me is like the best thing ever because now I mean there are still things that I I like would think like oh no something's wrong but really now like like a lot of things in my business that I used to think was like 
a red flag or this is bad or oh no that person said no to me or oh no like nobody responded to my thing or whatever I'm just like oh yeah that's fine like really that's fine it's no big deal I've <laughs> I've experienced worse I guess but more just like I'm just like this is just part of the process right like this is just this is just part of it this is just part of um doing it and so from there when I started to be like wait so if this is normal and this is all part of it then I like look back on my business and look back on my art business like all of it I look back at it and I'm like holy shit it's all been working actually this entire time it's like actually all of it has been working this entire time like people message me daily that I have really really helped them that that listening to my podcast has really and my stories on Instagram and my posts like has really really made a huge difference in their relationship with their art whether they end up hiring me or not but like and and those messages is when I'm like like specifically one I got today that made me think like okay yeah I really got to do this podcast because it's really helping people people are actually getting like you know changing the way they're thinking around their art and their feelings around their art and so that kind of solidified it for me that I'm going to keep going with this um, we'll see when because eventually I do want to make a podcast that's a lot more about like teaching my stuff whereas whereas this podcast right now is more about my journey right although there's a lot to learn from this too um I just I'm really excited to actually like share my teachings um so we'll see let's see how this goes but yeah now I'm just like shit things are working but that just shows how like um like things are working like I'm getting I'm I have never loved my art more I am you know making art that's more authentic to me than ever and people are responding I didn't and I didn't mean for that to happen like I have gotten like the most likes not that this matters but you know what I mean like I've gotten the most likes and the most increase in followers um since I started my business like I'm actually making money from my personal art which is what I thought would never ever happen that was seriously like a huge thing for me um and then I'm coaching clients and they're getting the best results ever so it's like it's working, but that just shows how like what our brain does, right? That's what our brain does. It's so focused on what's not working. It's so focused on that stuff and like really thinking that's true and panicking and all that stuff. And then it took this failure. It took this big failure for me to have to like, it kind of like woke me up and just helped me realize how like, this is so normal. This is so okay. And so I know now that there's going to be so many more failures ahead of me where it's, it's going to come exactly when I need it. It's going to come and it's going to teach me something super valuable. Um, it's going to suck. It's not going to feel, feel great. But I know that like on the other side of it, there's some amazing beautiful growth and so like my thinking now is that all of this shit right now that we all think is like like going wrong I'm like no this is normal this is fine um I'm I'm like excited for the next big fail that's like what I really want is is something huge again because really like it was because of this failure that I think that I've made the best coaching content that I've ever created and it's because of this that I also feel like I found my intellectual property or like really what it is that I'm here to do to help artists and it's really to help artists be obsessed with the process like that 
that like, oh my God, that lights me up so much. It just, oh my God, it just helped me understand that on a whole nother level. So I just know that each failure is just gonna get me closer and closer to to like really myself. I really think that it that is it. It's like we what we do as humans is we have like a personality and we have we have these set of thoughts that are there to protect us because because if we if we open ourselves up we open ourselves up to vulnerability and and like to failure and hurt and all that kind of stuff right so we have kind of like a set of thoughts that really are there to protect us but then what happens is that it closes us off and it um uh kind of help causes us to kind of lose trust with ourselves it separates it separates really who we are with you know the this version of us that protects ourselves right and so i feel like with every failure with every 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 opportunity where you have to redecide to keep going um I feel like it's like it gets you closer and closer to yourself and gets you closer and closer to that confident version of yourself. And I know that to be true because I know that I would have never, ever, ever, ever been able to go through a failure like this and like record this podcast again or to show my face again. And I like, you know, even like during that failure, I wasn't doing the podcast, but I was still busy. Like I've been posting on stories a lot and I went on my trip. Um, I went to a mastermind, a life coaching mastermind, which was amazing. Um, and so like, um, where was I going with this? But anyway, so, um, yeah, like, you know, I know that I would not have been able to get back up this way. Um, like a long time ago, like before before I started to really take my mindset seriously and hire a coach and then become a life coach myself. Um, because that's really what the tools that, you know, I learned from the life coach school and what I teach my clients is the tools where you, it's like teaching me, myself, uh, teaching you how to decide however you want to think how to decide what you want to think about something. And when it comes to failure or when you experience failure, what you think about it is what creates the pain. And so and so being able to have the skill of learning how to change how you think um, or at least allow the emotions and not think that it's the worst thing in the world and let it be there until you're ready to come out, then then that that is really it, right? That is what allows us to keep failing and getting back up again. That's it's really the skill of getting back up again. Before I learned about this stuff, like when I fell, <laughs> I fell hard and then I stayed down. Like the number of times that I quit YouTube or just had, you know, any fails in my life, I just either didn't try again. Like actually YouTube is the only thing I really tried again. Like when I was a kid, I decided to be, I decided to try out for the talent show and I played the guitar and I didn't think I did well. So I just stopped. I wanted to learn skateboarding. I fell and then, and then I just stopped. Um, I tried to do this club in college and I didn't think it went well. So I just stopped. Like YouTube was the only thing that I actually came back to again and again, but it took me like like months, <laughs> like up to a year, like between six months to a year to come back, even though I always came back. So like um, this to me, I'm just so grateful that I have these tools and that I had my coach. Oh my God, I like shudder to imagine what that would have been like without her. Um, 
because yeah, she really helped put things into perspective. And so pretty much guys, the point of this is that really look forward to failures. It's really truly where you grow. It's truly where you take all this theory and you and you like use it to apply it and you really get get those muscles going. It's really where mindset shifts really turn like it's really where mindset shifts make a huge change. Like like I don't think there's often much like overnight changes. Um it like changes can happen in an instant for sure and it's a lot of little little instants but it's it's from like really big stuff like that that you can then make really big mindset changes um quickly um so yes so go get some failures guys i'm not joking like put yourself out there until you fail and then do the heavy lifting um to get yourself to stand up again that's that's where you gain your strength is in the getting up again. And oh my God, it is the most magical thing because I seriously, I'm not joking guys that like, like things that would like make me think that everything's gone to shit and like every, like, oh, I, and things that I would be offended or think that like something's wrong with me. Like, oh my God, some things just don't bother me anymore. And it's crazy. So there you go. Okay. Like my failure was honestly the best thing that could happen to me. And so I just want to thank that person who, (laughs) who decided not to like me anymore. Totally. Okay. I, I love you anyway. Um, you know, you're completely allowed not to like me. And if anything, like, um, you know, it, it really helped me. So I just, I don't know how else to think. Um, so yeah, guys, um, it, you know, as usual, um, I, this is what I help with a lot. When you go through an artist's life, when you, um, make art and you put it out publicly and, and you put yourself out there, you're going to, you know, it's part of being, it's part of being an artist. It's what you sign up for as an artist is you're going to possibly get rejection. Actually, no, you for sure (laughs) will get rejection and you might, and you will for sure get crickets, right? Um, and and the people, you know, your favorite artists, the people that you love the most, they aren't special. They just knew how to take rejection. They just knew how to get back again, get back up again after rejection, and to keep going. And that's it. And so, if you're able to manage your mind around that, and it doesn't debilitate you to the point where you know you stay down, then that's really all you need in order to become a successful artist and make a living from it. You just keep going and then you just put yourself out there and then and then get rejection and then you get back up again and then rinse and repeat. That's it. It's really simple, but like it's simple, but it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not necessarily easy. It doesn't feel good for sure. Um, but it's part of the process. And then as you keep failing, as you keep falling down, getting back up again, then you realize, yeah, this is all part of the process and it ends up starting to be kind of fun. And again, the failure starts to become neutral. Like just the way I feel like a lot of rejection now to me is so neutral. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. I will talk to you next week. Bye.